Welcome to the Smart Connections podcast. My name is Julia McManus. My name is Anna Sanderlin, and we are Warmline facilitators for the Smart Center at the University of Memphis. The University of Memphis School of Social Work Smart Research, Training, and Treatment Center aims to provide evidence-based interventions for school-based mental health programming, increase access for school-based behavioral health programming in underserved areas, offer training on best practices in telebehavioral health, develop opportunities to research the use of technology and practice, and provide direct services to the state's most vulnerable populations. You can call the Smart Center at 901-678-1636. Today, we will be discussing the benefits of implementing calming corners in classrooms and in the home. So what are calming corners? Calming corners are designated spaces in homes or classrooms with the sole purpose of being a safe space for a child to go when they feel their emotions are running too high and they need to regain their emotional and physical control. These calming corners are filled with comforting objects and soothing materials that can promote mindfulness, breathing, and reflection. The overall goal of a calming corner is to provide the child with a space in which they feel safe, recognizing and regulating their emotions in a healthy way. The corners don't need to be complicated and do not require new materials to be purchased. They can be developed in a variety of ways and in both home and school settings. What are the benefits of using calming corners in the classroom or at home? The benefits to using a calming corner in a classroom or at home are varied, but they mostly involve the child's mental and physical well-being, as well as their ability to self-regulate their emotions and feelings. By using the calming corner, students are able to determine when they feel their emotions becoming too much to handle and separate themselves from any potential situations. Children being able to self-regulate is a learned skill that requires different strategies for the children to work through. Being able to calm yourself when emotions are running high can allow for a smoother day at school as well as work to remove any issues that children have amongst themselves. By being allowed to separate themselves from their surroundings, children are able to regain control of their situations and feel as though they can handle any obstacles they might come up against. So here are some steps for how to implement a calming corner and the things you need to start one. So step one is find a place in your classroom or home and fill it with comforting items. These may include a rug, a beanbag chair, toys such as fidgets, Play-Doh, a CD player and some headphones, art and coloring books, Um, It also includes partitions or dividers for privacy, books, magazines, visual calming strategies, such as posters that have different strategies for how to calm down, um, a visual timer, and a break card for the classroom setting. Step two, when a child needs a break in the calming corner, they can raise their break card if they are in a classroom, and after the teacher has acknowledged their request, they can go and spend five minutes in the calming corner. The child will set a timer for themselves if age appropriate. In step three, while in the calming corner, the child can use toys to calm down and they can also go through the posters to determine exactly how they're feeling and why they might be feeling that way. The student can use a student log sheet to tell what time they entered the calming corner, what activities they did while there, and how they are feeling at the end of their time in the calming corner. Step four, when the timer goes off, the child will go back to the classroom activities and they will use the break card again if needed. Step five, the calming corner break can be a can be determined by the teacher, parent, or the child, and when the break is needed, the child will follow steps two through four. Step six, in a classroom setting, the teacher can determine how many times the child is allowed to use the common corner per block to prevent the child from missing too much classroom instruction time. 
In a home, the child would be able to use the common corner anytime they needed to, and then when they were finished, they could resume their normal activities. Step 7. At the end of the school year, if the common corner is being used in the classroom, it could be beneficial to see how often students use the common corner and determine how helpful it was to you and your classroom. It could be worthwhile to determine exactly how helpful this resource is to the students as well. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Smart Center podcast. If you have any resources or services that you need from the Smart Center, contact us at 901-678-1636.